But it's not. You've it has talked to... multiple times on fact and fiction. <laughs> no, you just can't follow along in a nonlinear argument. No, 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 no. You're like, I'm telling you this, but what I meant to say was that. <laughs> yes, you got it. No, what you are, that is called a royal troll. This is At The Nexus, episode 98, Judo Grip on English, on Friday, October 18th, 2013. And now, without a Nexus 5, and with steaming, scrapping dogs. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad and co-host Matthew Petchel. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's good. How about you? I'm doing quite well fantastical. You changed that there at the last second. You What's know I did. Well, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, um, that's good. I'm glad you are fantastical. Uh, fantastical to the awesomeness. You changed it there at the last minute again. Yeah, yeah, you know I did. What's that about? I, I don't know English today. So it's different than normal. I feel like I'm close to understanding it. Like, I feel like I kind of have a judo grip on the English language, but I don't have it. It's going to escape. Speaking of judo grip. Okay, you gotta help me out here. What? <laughs> well, you know, you were telling me about this new boxing uh, facility up the street. So, the, yeah, the thing you walk by every single day trying to get to your home. Yes, about four out of five days a week, yes. And so I, I was walking along there again earlier this week, and so I don't think it happened last week. And so what I saw was a new thing right next door to it, which is a new Spirit Taekwondo Center. We already have one up on uh, by my bookstore. Right oh well, there's a new the one down Taekwondo here. Taekwondo Society of Minnesota. Well, there's another one here on the on well, the right next to the boxing yeah. ring. But just just saying, when you have boxing gloves on, you can't really you're not supposed to grip the other person. No, you think you're supposed to, punch, to punch them out. Yeah. yeah, I think that's how it works. Yeah. But uh, how was your week? Oh, my week was good. I had a midterm. There was a lot of dupe two calls, and I still don't understand. And oh man, that midterm. Mm, not not a, not a big fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And, yeah. and and so the polling, you know, like uh, what do you, what do you call the polling after you the the, the voters leave the poll center? What do you, what do you call that? Like uh, the results? Well, no, because the results aren't official. Uh, like the the fake results, but okay. The projections? Yes. So the projections based on the exit polling was uh, that nobody really understood what was going on there. Okay. Well, as long as you're not the only one who's like double lost. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still lost. Hey, I went bowling this week. Really? Yeah, I went to. You the, actually uh, went to that? Yeah, I went to that. Huh. And uh, I thought you were saying you weren't going to that. Well, I, I wasn't going to go to that, and then I found out it was a cash-only facility, and I used an ATM for my first time. And uh, contrary to popular belief, it's not hard. You've never used an ATM before? I never had to. Well, how how couldn't you have not? What do you mean? Don't you need cash like all the time? So I normally do the cash back program available at every single Target. Oh, see, I'm the exact opposite. See, I got a checking card. Well, I do too. Like, I just like, yeah, you know, give me another twenty bucks, and I hit the cash back thing. Yeah, that's how I get my cash. But so my mom once got stuff there, and she, it took her like an hour at the thing. I was in and out in a minute. Like at um, where the Midway Pro Bowl? Okay. Uh, crappy old ATM, beautiful touchscreen. Actually, no, no. Not what? Uh, what carrier? Um. It was actually called like ATN Nets with Ooh, uh, some S's at the end. That's uh, not a good thing. Only client. charged two bucks. Only. Yeah. And the Bank a- of America charges like four uh, for the, the use of looking at their stuff. Glory box. Their glory box. Their glowing glory box. Well, it's Bank of America. But no, no. So I was like bowling. And I was like bowling. I thought you were going to do the look at beer. Oh, oh, no, no, no. That's uh, Bayleaf bowling. bowling or, or I don't know. We, did, we messed with Bailey one time with that. But he doesn't bowl. Yes, he did. Okay, good job. Judo grip on English. Um, but no, I, I bowled 100 flat. That's impressive. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I got 100 points. 
out of? Well, so here's where I don't understand bowling. So there are 10 pins, okay? Okay. You get a point for knocking one down. Is that so? So what's, and there's 10 rounds. So what's 10 times 10? 100. So you'd think 100 points is great. Yeah. Because that means you got them all. Right. So I bowled 100. Mm-hmm. But it's out of 300. How does that work? You know, I think it has something to do with them uh, spares and strikes, but I can't figure it out. So, like, if you get a strike, is that it when you multiplies knock them all down? It by, by three? I, I just don't know. I don't know either. If you get ten strikes, you get 300 points. See, I always played bowling on the, the Wii U. And then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, because it does it for me. Yeah. Well, the machines do it for you. I just don't know how to computate it. Computate. I can't computate that fast. Well... My my professor wrote a function this week called uh, H-normalize, but then when he sent it to us like in an email, he just called it H, computate, C. Hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, um, who did you go bowling with? Uh, my members from my uh, work facility. And then and that did not destroy your life or make you hate them or do anything? No, no, I uh, love my coworkers. And, I, and earlier that day, one of the coworkers listened to an entire episode of ATN97. Man, they must have been drunk. No, but he zoned out so heavily. I, I told him not to listen to it, but just to be part of it. But so he listened to it, and he still says he wants nothing to do with it. Well, imagine that. Yeah. I mean, we almost had John coming onto the show. I don't know if there was an almost anywhere nearby. Wishful thinking is never discouraged. But from you, it's never practical. Yeah. Yeah, I can't argue against that. Yeah, That but, should uh, have been very arguable. Nah. Uh, I want to do some lightning. I would love to do some lightning. You know, this week is uh, full of uh, no news. Oh, okay. I just noticed something. You, you want something else to talk about? Oh, yeah. I would love to talk about something else. Breaking news? No, 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 no. CS48. Oh, no. Uh, you have it in the rolling. You have to talk about it. Yeah, I know, but it was below my uh, fold. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Why? No matter how... No. I don't have the MacBook Air here. I can't, can't see that low. Uh, just just for anybody who's wondering, so MacBook Air is kind of AFK right now uh, due to the fact that it's upstairs. <laughs> but also, I don't really want to use it too much because the power cord is in a state of disrepair. And, it will be fixed next week. And I can't really fix it because I don't think it's fixable. It is. Now, if it is, what I'll probably still do anyways is get a new one. So it doesn't matter. Don't. Buy pizza. Buy me pizza and I'll fix it. Okay, that's easy enough. Yeah, you know, it works. Well, since we're at a point of uh, no return, why don't I tell you about CS48? Was it was it 48? It was 48. Uh, uh, now it's above my fold. Stop folding that way. Get okay, okay. so now I have to ask you, do you know the zero-base math system that Andrew Bailey uses? Yes. So what so episode? So it's actually the 49th show. That's what I thought, but I couldn't confirm it's how he does it. I mean, every role in, he's got to say, it's actually number 49. Right, so... um, Which would be fine to do on number 50. Like, so this is episode 49, but 50 to show you guys. What episode are we on? Uh, 98. And uh, by the way, we're on 98. Oh, yeah, okay. 90th show, and it actually is a 90th show. 90th? 8th. Okay. 90th 8th. <laughs> Whatever. So uh, I was on uh, Wednesday, and on Wednesday I was on Andrew Bailey's show called Control Structure... What was the title of that? Uh, software is but a surface. Uh, I think software as a surface, I believe, is... You know, I, I have... Software as a surface. had the and, privilege and, of listening and to it. I, I think it was an allusion to software as a service, but I can't speak when I'm thinking Microsoft, so you know how it is. 
It was a really great show. I love being on the Andrew Bailey show because I get to talk about the things I don't get to talk about here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Andrew Bailey actually knows things about programming, which is cool because, like, nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> lightning time! Oh, we're going to actually get back on track <laughs> and do the lightning? Yeah, yeah. No, no, your your internal sound effects are... Um, there. Yeah, the, they, they were there. I'll have to edit that out. Good, good luck. Yeah, I'm not. Because, you know, I don't edit the show. Yeah. Well, you know, this week is different. We're not starting with BlackBerry. No, no BlackBerry. No, we're starting with HTC instead. Is that okay? I I don't know those letters. H T. What's the last one? Come on, you can do it. My Judah grip has slipped. I don't know. Oh well. No black belt for you. Well, HTC. Oh, mad. What about HTC? (laughs) HTC decided to uh, do something different this week. And unveil their latest and greatest phone, the HTC One Max. Ooh. Now, you'd think this would be a even more premium version of their regularly premium HTC One, but it's not. So, it's characterized as a large form of the shrunken HTC One Mini, which is a, itself, small form of the HTC One. So, basically what they did, HTC as a company decided this would be clever. Let's make a great phone, make it smaller with some plastic, and then let's scale the plastic one up. Hmm. Clever. So this this phone, I believe, has a uh, very, very large display, uh, somewhere around 5 and a bunch of inches, 5.7 inches. Oh. That, that's pretty large. So it, it's it's right up there with the um, Note 3. Uh, the... Um, you know the the the, the processor is kind of weird. I'm not a big fan of it. It's a Snapdragon 600, and it's weird because you'd think that it would have a six or an 800 since it's bigger and it has more battery life. There's no reason it couldn't have an 800. That would actually make this product be somewhat valuable to have. Uh, it has two gigabytes of memory, which is you know standard. Uh, it has a 3300 mAh battery, which is good, but because it's huge, you'd think it could have gotten a little bit better. Uh, it has the same great ultra ultra pixel camera, so the four megapixel camera, but with some huge micron sized pixels, right? Yes. You okay with that? I'm okay with your logic. Well, but what it doesn't have though that the the HTC One does is it doesn't have optical image stabilization. So when you jiggle, your pictures will jiggle with you, and that is a problem, I think. So. I don't really understand why HDC decided to make this. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And it's just build quality-wise isn't nearly as nice because it's plasticky now instead of being all aluminum. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, hey, so um, do you know how whenever we talk about like a new line of CPUs coming out and it could have been postponed, it's always AMDs? No, I've never, never heard of that. Never? Well, it's happened, but uh, so long ago wait, something wait. came oh, out. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, it but... happened, but not right now. I see what you're yeah. going for there. But uh, no, uh, Intel's latest uh, Broadwell, like you know that thing that was supposed to be coming out so... this later next quarter? No, I never heard of that. Never heard of that? No, because it was supposed to come out next year in June, just like always. Yeah, well, it's not coming out. It's going to be pushed back into the quarter. So when is it coming out? Like Jewish 3. Of? 2014. Is that what it really says? Um, no, it actually says quarter one of next year, but um, I don't believe European news. Okay, so I've heard this story all week, and we're covering it here because we need to. This is what we do as journalists and not 8-bit bigots. Yeah. We cover the news that we don't like anyway. But here's the point. 
there's no reason that we didn't know this already. We knew this months ago when we heard that Intel was having problems with their 14 nanometer architecture and that their yield rates were just low then and they're low now and they're going to be low until they figure it out. I don't really understand the problem. They're, they said they'll have it fixed and they'll start building them first quarter of next year. And so how many do they have to build to get ready for their usual fall or summer release? Um, About a crap load. Uh, we don't have numbers no, from but, but, last year, but it's going to take a few quarters to build and get ready. I don't know. I, I feel like they're not really that far behind. I don't know. But a quarter slip is not a big deal. If I was AMD, I would be hyping this, like uh, having ever, like p- giving an extra 20 bucks to everyone on my staff, like plus one this story on Facebook. I would do it if I was their PR department. I know you would. However, when you, when, when you as a PR department, you wrote 20, but you only give them $2. It's happened. <laughs> we have we have the first device with two million transistors in it. I actually only have one million. I think it was two billion, and then it was like 1.3, actually. But good enough. It was closer to being wrong. Yeah. Well, speaking of AMD, uh, AMD's more like Intel now, too, in fact. They're actually making money again. That's what I meant. And so on the recent earning call, which was probably today or maybe even yesterday, it depends on who you ask... They reported a profit of a mere $48 million. It doesn't sound like a lot compared to Intel's billions per day. And uh, they, they earned that on revenue of $1.6 billion, which is good. And um, do you know where uh, AMD found this money suddenly after quarters of loss? You know, it has something to do with the Xbox, I think. And uh, yeah, so the Xbox One and the PS4 have ordered large quantities of custom well, mostly custom chips, and uh, they're ordering it from their graphics division, so the uh, ATI department, and um, apparently this has boosted those profits significantly. I imagine that. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Plus the uh, latest trash cans use them. Yes, those latest trash cans, which will only sell in mediocre quantities, but yes, they definitely do use them. Yeah. You know, one trash can can probably unbankrupt AMD. You know, that's <laughs> not true. <laughs> no, but it feels true. Yeah. Hey, you know that uh, Windows 8.1 thing that you've been pushing around to schools and children and idiots? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Do. Well, so now it becomes less RC-ish and more real-ish. Um, and um, anyone who has eight Windows 8 right now can uh, upgrade. Yeah. Oh, if you already have Windows 8, it's a free upgrade. Just walk over to your nearest computer. And press find, the Windows. Find the Start button. Oh, wait, there isn't one. Find the Windows key and then click the store, which you probably hid months ago, right? You know the store icon? You probably already hit it, so you've go, got to go find no, it again. No, um, whenever I hit the Windows key, I don't. I, I avoid it. At like a, so no. then there's a store button here, and then on the when you, when you load it, the first thing you see in the Windows store will be a big tablet that says update to 8.1 for free. Now you need to have a Microsoft account, and... I think you can't not have one. Yeah, you, you can't not have one. I don't know what it is, but I... Um, sure. so, you, so you need to do that. Now, the, so when you, when you click on it, it'll tell you some things. Um, you'll be asked to agree to some terms of service. Um, the download is around 3.4 gigs, which is a little bit large, but, you know, it's on par with every ISO I think we've ever purchased here. Um, and, uh, yeah, not, not really sure. Now, if you don't know if your computer can support Windows 8.1, you can get the upgrade facilitator. That will calculate it for you? Yes, that will calculate it for you. See, I remember that when I did 7 to 8 and it broke. Do you know what it's actually called? It's actually called the Upgrade Assistant. But I think Facilitator sounds better. Well, you always like facilities. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Now, tomorrow is the day that you can buy it 
elsewhere. So it, it's it's free today and from now on for eight users. But if you have Windows Seven, Vista, or XP, you have to pay an absurd amount of dollars to get it. I think it's one nineteen. You know, I think I can know somebody who would uh, buy it buy anyway. <laughs> you know someone, huh? I do. Okay. Well, Microsoft. This is just in time because in April, guess what's going away? That thing we've been wanting to go away for a while, XP. Ah, yes. The old tradition of Windows XP is finally going away. But not really. Because even when it expires in April, well, the support will anyway, people will still use it, undoubtedly. And what Google is proposing to do is extend secure browsing on the platform until sometime in 2015. Yeah, and that's just great because um, I think our... Everybody around here uses it. Like, St. Paul police officers yeah. still use it. The entire um, district of SPPS. Yeah, and at St. Paul College, I, there's still a few 98 machines. That's crazy. Um, So I don't really know what the plan is to get people off of XP. And, I mean, at this point, if you're still using XP, there really should have been a Microsoft program to basically give people free money to buy copies of 7 or something. Or just, like, free viruses. Well, so I, I, I don't know who I was talking to, but I was talking to somebody about this, and, and I, I, I guess what my joke was is that, um, so all the people in Asia still use XP, right? Because they just got the pirated copies? Well, China. Okay, Asia then. You gotta be fair here. Part of Asia. I said that. Largest, large country. <laughs> talking about large again, huh? Large. You're always going, going back to that. Yeah, I am. Well, so what my joke was is that they'll, they'll be basically using the zero-day exploits against themselves. Because who else are they going to use it on? Nobody else uses XP. Mm-hmm. So uh, this week there's a new tool for from iOS and the Android apps from Microsoft for remote desktop. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yes. <laughs> you bring sense to this world. So continue. So you know Microsoft. I do know Microsoft. And you know remote desktop. The thing like from like... Ever like I've always remembered it bundled with there. Like yeah, it is. It like, is bundled with Windows. Yeah, I mean XP days had it. Like I always have this cool thing, and it always looked like crap back in XP days. Um, and now if you look at that, you got a beautiful. Wait, thing. I shouldn't do that while you're using it. No, no, no let's do it. Like uh, take control for me. I don't. Does, will it work? Will it crash my computer? What will happen <laughs> when I do this? Audacity will break, and the recording will be destroyed forever. There's no way this will work. There's no way that computer has that turned on. Yeah. Well, um, it's going to time out. Well, as you were. Yeah, but there's uh, a new set of tools out, um, and there's an Android app. And um, an iOS app, which is and amazing. an iOS app. And it's going to be awesome, because you can just be doing presentations on your little iPhone, because nobody has a Windows phone, and you could just take control of a desktop. Well, so... It, if it, somebody it, makes the app. So, one of my favorite things is that this does not rely on VNC at all. So, the, the Microsoft to Microsoft... Ooh, Microsoft to Microsoft technology is is uh, much more fluid and efficient over Wi-Fi and over Ethernet and just in general. It, it's just much better than traditional VNC as far as I'm concerned. And, um, you know, it, it's really nice that they're actually putting this on an Android and iOS before they've even really put it on Windows Phone. Yeah. Um, now, I, I, I downloaded the app and the app icon is Metro style. That's, that's okay. But it, I thought it was really funny that the... the but but so it, on Android it doesn't matter because all the icons on Android suck up and down. But on iOS they suck more. But now it doesn't even make sense because it's just an orange square rather than a circularly or above blue brightness. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, I think what you were trying to write here was or eCal. Yeah, or eCal. But it's hard to tell sometimes. 
Well, the new VirtualBox version 4.3 will uh, let you use webcams and touch screens and uh, all the great support for the latest OSs, which are enumerated somewhere, which are... Well, I mean, like, there's a distro a week, pretty much. Like 13.10, for example? 13.10 is out. Um, 8.1 support is already there. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, so that's one of the big things. That's why they push the touchscreen so much. Oh, that because, makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you need that support. I've never thought about virtualizing something and not having touchscreen support. Because, like, who has a touchscreen device that you can actually virtualize on? And have you ever had to use a webcam on a virtual box? No. Yeah, but now, so now you can, like, uh. Um, Why wouldn't that have worked in the past, though? Like, why wouldn't that have just been a regular USB device? But it wouldn't capture, right? So that's let's weird. Say, say you, you wanted your main OS that's doing the virtualization to capture the inner captures so you could use it for evidence against your triad case. Because, you know, people who are sneaky, like, do all the things in virtual boxes and stuff. Either way, there's supposed to be some stuff. But I'm hoping that soon you can, now that's touchscreen support, I want to play with Androids. Because I know I oh, will in, get a in, tablet in in, in um a in virtual it? box. I wonder if you could and link my ingress account. I feel like you can't. I uh, I don't know. I don't. But know. I know there's a Chrome OS thing that you can. Do oh, Chrome OS sucks. I tried it once in a virtual box. It was horrible. I remember doing it once before it was even announced. Like they just had part of their source go down, and you just could log in, and then it hung. yeah, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, it just hung. Right. Yeah, but also um, Oracle's uh, staff had a new sales pitch because, like, you know how. 100% of the revenue comes from scamming government agencies. Oh, it certainly doesn't come from Java. <laughs> I mean, yeah. As you were. And, like, they handle, like, almost all of the NSA's crap yeah. and stuff. So their their whole new campaign is that open software, like, it costs more than theirs because there's so much support and other things you need to get, and it's so hard to use. Like, the total cost of ownership is, is just huge. too high. No way. I mean, plus Oracle stuff is the most expensive piece of crap ever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So Everybody knows I thought, that. I mean, that was just weird. That's not that weird. Well, you know Google Fiber, right? Yeah, yeah, the thing we've talked about. Yes, and so a few months ago there was some controversy about uh, some guy trying to host his, uh, you know, server of some sort, whether it was a file server or like a... I think it was like a Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft that, server. That, that's the thing people but I've also heard like a Slingbox server. Like, you know, servers that serve things, right? Yeah. Well... Google Fiber was kicking those people out or denying them or doing something. And so now they have officially written into their terms of service that it's just fine to do, to to use servers on your Fiber account for non-commercial purposes. You know, that's still not good enough. Why not? I thought so that was pretty how good. how fast is your... If you have Fiber, how fast is your internet? Gigabit-ish. And that's amazing. Yeah. And so let's say you have a tiny, tiny business called like um, Exotic Flooring. And you get like 10 hits a day. Why can't you just have a little tiny Apache server just in your corner? It would generate like no traffic, but that's still commercial use. Like there should be, there shouldn't just be. There should not be a some commercial. Kind of, yeah, there should be a data cap thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's something trivial. Like any big corporation would just bust, but 99% of small businesses could just flourish. In. Like, well, so that that's one of the things they have done too. So there is Google Fiber for business in the area, but even those people still don't have like traditional agreements yet either so it, it's still they're still working on it yeah so at the hamlin bookstore um we have crappy internet from megapath mm-hmm. like it, it's it's not business grade it's um residential yeah. 1.5 megabit down what no, we, we may have seven actually we have seven megabit down that's only a little so that, bit that's better what, kind of like what you have around here i yeah. think what do you have yep. you have seven seven down one up yeah so our entire business like because we do all the credit card transactions and all the other things mm-hmm. are pretty much at the same speed internet like it's a, i'm pretty sure i'm almost 100 percent sure it's a residential connection that makes sense yeah um but 
that's still slow. Not very free and opening. No, no, it's not. But I'm I'm not really surprised that they're they're slow on this because they've never done it before. Yeah, fine. Mm, yeah, it's true. Hey, you ever heard of a piece of crap called uh, iOS Hunt? Why is that a piece of crap? You like it? No, I never used mm. it. Well, that's what the pirate bay is for. You don't get to use it anymore. Why? What happened to it? Well, they have been charged for inducing copyright infringement, and the MPAA is uh, trying to get like a hundred and ten million out of this lawsuit against them. Yeah, that's that's and, pretty good, uh, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, so ISO Hunt will be shutting down forever now. So, the, the, originally they had a lawsuit that that basically made them stop hosting, you know, copyright copyrighted material, but that didn't stop anyone. And and so now this new lawsuit with a settlement here will basically kick them out of existence. If they win, or did they win? I think they won already. Yeah. So, so, well, so yep, they did. So I just like the term inducing copyright infringement. I think that is a very very sinister. <sighs> Like this show undoubtedly induces copyright infringement. Hey, Ian unapologetically, Buck- plastic. Yeah, that's, yeah, uh, that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about Apple. Okay, Apple has sent out, as we told you last week, invites for next week's event. Oh, there's an event. Yep, and we'll probably do a special on the Tuesday of that event, the October twenty second iPad event. And the invite shows you an apple with a bunch of multicolored leaves, probably for fall. And the text on this iPad invite is, we still have a lot to cover. Hmm. Well. So, what does that tell you? Well, so we know there's some stupid DJing touch covers that are supposed to be coming. For the surface of this. Yeah. Um, so, Apple, Apple must be doing something so, like that. So, is Apple really going to pull a cover this they, year? They're going to have to. <sighs> You know, so... I think that's got to be the joke. I think that might be the joke. And it it almost makes sense because... the smart cover hasn't changed since iPad 2. Right, yeah. And so, uh, and and the new model of the iPad will not be compatible with the previous generation of covers because the whole device is changing its form factor. Like, it's the Mm -hmm. same aspect ratio, but the bezels are completely different now. And, um, you know, the, the iPad is actually even getting thinner this year. You know, from the from the iPad 2 to the iPad 3, it got thicker. But now this year, it's getting thinner than even the iPad 2, I believe. So uh, this would allow them to add a, a cover with a keyboard that actually did something without making it too thick. Yeah, that sounds cool. But it also could just not be this at all, and they could just say that we have a lot of products and it's not just iPad. Hmm. Like, so they have the trash can. We know that. We ha- we We're know- guessing minis. We're, iPad we're, minis. Uh, I, we, we, we think they're doing iPad minis. We know they're doing an iPad at least. We think they're going to do uh, Retina Display updates Yeah, for the for the MacBook line. And you said, or I don't think so, but you said there was going to be a TV. Maybe. Uh, I thought there would be a, like a spec bump. Like it would go from a, trivial spec. Like, like from a, like a, the, the shrinked A5 to a, a shrinked A6 or something Yeah. in the Apple TV. Just, you know, why not? They, they've got nothing else better to do. They might as well update it before Christmas when people buy it. Yeah. Um. But so, like, if they have all of these things to cover, maybe that's what that's in reference to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you know AT and T. I do know AT and T. Um. So th- they used to have like the exclusive plans for the iPads and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now they got a new plan for iPad users. Now it sounds absurd, but for five, it's five dollars a day, and you can use two hundred fifty megabytes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. This 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 sounds like a money hole. It does. So. Think about it. How many days are in a month? About 30. About 30. And uh, if you had to pay $5 a day, it's $150 a month yeah. for 250 megabytes. Per day. 
per day. Now, some days I don't use the internet, so At you have all. to pay for it on those days. But so then you wouldn't just you just wouldn't buy it on those days. So you could choose when you buy it. Right. So that's what this plan is for. So if you're going on vacation and you're going to be on vacation for three days, you just buy it on each of those days, and it's a you know it could be a nice deal for you. Or if you you know you're going to be out of town just for a few hours one day, uh, you you just get it and you use your LTE iPad. Um, but then you must have already had an LTE iPad and already spent an extra hundred and thirty nine dollars. Yeah, but and there's a, there's another plan too, which is also strange. So you can pay twenty five dollars for one gigabyte and then use it over three months. Well, so the other one would get you like what seven seven gigs? I don't know if you bought thirty days. Yeah, hold on, while I calculate. yeah, it is, it is. Did you do that already? I did it in my head. I I can't do that. Well, you times it up and then divide it by one thousand. You know how hard that is. I don't even know what I just did. It's like one. I don't know what I just did. Yeah, no. If you're gonna do it, <laughs> yeah, do it right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seven point five. Yeah, so that's pretty good. But are you really gonna use that many? And it's not like you could actually watch like a Netflix video with only two hundred fifty gigs anyway. Yes. I mean, megs. Uh, yeah, you could one forty four PPI. They don't let you do that. What? Where? On Netflix. Netflix? No, I use YouTube. I said Netflix for a reason. Nobody use Netflix. I know you don't. I need your Netflix. Please have it. Okay, because I've been told that... House of Cards is great? I was thinking the original Power Rangers series. Oh, is that on there? Yeah. I yeah. I, I really want to try out Power Rangers, because I've never seen it, because my mom forbid it, like, up and down. And I've been told by some people that Power Rangers is, like, the coolest show ever, and i got to see it. I don't know. Did you ever see the Power Rangers? I saw them all until... You, you, you knew what they were when I uh, referenced them. So I the saw up until the point where they got on this giant tri- uh, giant diamond-shaped spaceship and then flew from planet A to planet B, both of which were called Earth. It lost me at the planet B being called Earth. Exactly. That's what I got lost at, too. I don't think you're paying attention, because that sounds just broken in plot. <sighs> you know, I... I uh, yeah. Well, I've got a story for you. Also about Apple. Just as Apple has hired uh, Yves St. Laurent CEO Paul Deneuve, I guess. You know, remember that? Remember yeah. Yves St. Laurent? Well, uh, he, he is the VP of Special Product Projects, if you recall. Uh, Apple is doing another fashion in- industry hire. And this time it is the CEO of what is called Burberry. Burberry? Burberry. Hmm. That sounds fake. I've never heard of it either. Uh, and this person is Angela uh, Redentz, I guess. And she will be leading the Apple retail and online stores part of Apple. Uh, and this is very interesting considering that they have not had a retail manager or you know VP in quite some time since the middle of last year. Yeah. Because they fired him. You know, kind of when they fired It was before Forrestal, but you know, it was last year. So I haven't heard that name in a while. Exactly. So it, it's it's really interesting that they're hiring yet another fashion industry person. And it's also interesting that uh, they're doing it now, right before the launch of their iPad. Mm. You know, um, well, it turns out that it's not really that interesting because she doesn't even start working for Apple until the spring. So that's fine. She's got to get some time to catch up, I guess. Yeah. Hey, I got some news for you that's very interesting. You found you, Sam? You one, two, thirteen, ten came out today, yesterday. And it's uh, New. amazing. It's completely free. It will change your life. It will not break your desktop. It'll increase ease to use. 
The Ubuntu operating system powers millions of desktop, PCs, laptops, and servers around the world. That doesn't sound very um, exciting. You're right. Well, then. Like, it, it, don't, just don't do it. So, uh, apparently there are new smart scopes, don't know what that is, uh, there's new things in Dash, there's, uh... New ways to store it on your computer, and yeah, get spyware. There are privacy issues, uh, Huge! Like, they're not even issues, they're like, um... Not even... Apparently x isn't there, I think we knew that already. Yeah, there's no changes, it, it, it's a fake release, they made it all up. But it's... Oh, there's mobile support, that's, that's there. But that's not even for the desktop no, version. No. It's, it has nothing to do with 1310. Yeah. It's, it's dismal at best. I know. Yeah. So, that's it for a traditional... Traditional. Uh, but, but I have to ask you, what should I do with this Nexus 5? Well, I see that you have one right there. Yeah. But I don't know. We should wait for another week. Uh, oh, um, I don't mean Nexus 5. I meant Nexus 5 Rumor. What should I do with it? Should I tell you about it? You should tell me about it. Oh, well, okay. Well, so uh, if you haven't heard, the uh, the Monday event on the 14th didn't happen. The uh, Tuesday event on the 15th really didn't happen. And, uh, yeah, so uh, this is just a Nexus 4, I fooled you. Oh, no. I put a different case on it. And you were eating a Kit Kat next to it, and it just Looked the same, right? When you buy one, you get a Kit Kat, I heard. Yeah, you do. It's in the box. You know. Yeah. Somebody's going to steal them for the Kit Kats. No. We're going to You know. The same guy who stole 150 uh, Wii U's just gets Kit Kats. It'd be really funny if, like, when you buy the Nexus 5, you get that Kit Kat in the box, and it's one of the Kit Kats that allows you to win another a, a Nexus a 7. <laughs> but but those are rigged so that they have a higher probability, like a Black Lion's chest. Or a rich dragon coffer. Right, exactly, which actually has less probability, but whatever. Well, anyway... It didn't, there was no event this week, and we had hyped it, and Ian Buck was so disappointed, and the world is sad. He was changing his schedule for his Mondays. Like, he was I don't, getting I don't, I don't know if you're ready. ready. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I, there, there were some leaks uh, this week, however. The first of the leaks here is a TELUS leak, and TELUS is a Canadian carrier, I believe, uh, and uh, they're, they're in competition with Rogers, if, if you want to know. And so here is, um, Telus's official renderings. This is their promotional, you know, picture of their ne- new Nexus Five, and uh, you know, you can uh, see the the things that you might want to see. So here, you can see that the 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 what do you call this thing? The notification bar. It's now transparent. I like that. Um, so apps can change allegedly the color that they would prefer the the of the bar. So if it they don't care, they can just be transparent. If they want it to be black, it can be black. So that's cool. Um, you can see here that there's a new camera icon. So yeah. it, it's changed from black to white. How fancy. It looks like it supports Hangouts. Um, so that's an interesting feature. So Hangouts is in the dock by default now, which we'll get to in a minute. And uh, that's a cool thing. Chrome is also there by default. I believe it was always now. Like it's it's been there for a few versions. Um, you'll notice that the... There are now little dots that indicate your home screen. Very hard to see from way over there, but... Uh, um, they've always had that. No, so in the modern um, 4 branch, so 4 and around... 4, 4.1, 4.2, 4. 4.3... Yeah, but on Gingerbread, I have What those. does it look like there? So, if I'm on the page 1, I have dots on yeah. the side. so that's what I always told people. Like, the dots had always been there somewhere, and, and, so yeah. the, and then here, the dots got smushed into a 1D plane, and so when you scroll around, there's a... So, so scroll around on this. 
And so do you see the little blue line moving around in that white line that that differentiates between the main section and the no, the dock? No, it's impossible. Well, I see it. You see it. I'm looking there. I see it. But I would never see that. It has to be thicker. Right. Well, so I never really cared, and, and I really never noticed that until I noticed um, a few versions ago. But it's not a big... Because you notice- can't go one way, you go the other way. Right. I mean, you don't need well, to Well, so the, now we're getting dots again. And, uh, and the next change is also the app drawer that has been changed. So it, it no longer has a, a, an empty circle. It's now more of a gray circle with no, no uh, border. And uh, you can see the whole Nexus 5 rendered very beautifully. Apparently, there's some problem up here with the speaker thing. Like, there's no speaker up here. There should be. So, like, it's a fake render, but it's still a render. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice. So hopefully that means it's coming. So if carriers have renders ready to go, that means it's got to be soon, right? Yeah. Um. So the new gimmick for Android 4.4. So from what we've heard is that they're discoupling part of the launcher from the core OS. So you'll be able to download the launcher if you have a phone that supports it. So not for, not 2.3, by the way. Um. But if you have a 4.0, presumably an above phone, you'll probably be able to download what Google is calling the Google Experience Launcher. And uh, we don't really know what it'll do differently, but presumably if you had TouchWiz or if you had HTC Sense, this launcher would let you overwrite that. So that would be cool. Now, also in the rumor department, we have uh, some Hangout changes and some SMS changes. So mm-hmm. we, we've heard that... Google ordered uh, or, or to sent out basically some, you know, notices to developers that in 4.4, the SMS system will be changing, the APIs will change, such that users will now be able to choose a default SMS app. Until now, that hasn't really been possible. And so when you do this, the app that you choose will be able to send and receive, but other apps will only be able to receive. They won't be able to send. So it's really cool. Uh, that they're doing it this way, and which also explains why Hangouts is now in the bar by default on the phone. Because it would make sense if Hangouts was on, on the bar, like on the tablet, because there's no SMS functionality on a tablet. Mm-hmm. But on a phone, you can do SMS. But if they're doing it this way, what if Hangouts now replaces, if you wanted to, the SMS app, and it it's all just gets integrated into Hangouts? I feel like I would just not know when I get notifications, because notifications don't work now. I think they'll work better when they fix it. But I wouldn't bet on them fixing it. I think that's it's, it's been broken for. It's not like it's broken because I have an old phone. It's broken across uh, it, the globe. It, it, across, it is broken. I agree. Well, it's still cool. Now the only thing they haven't alluded to anything here about is uh, voice, and and if they don't integrate voice, there's still a gaping hole in their setup. Now, so those were the leaks of this week. But now the question is, what day will this event be on? You know. I will not know. It's going to be Apple the, after the Apple event. So because that's what I'm figuring. They're just waiting for the news. Right. Like they, so, they want to shadow what the, their crap is. The Apple event is next Tuesday, so it can't be on Tuesday. Probably won't be on Monday. It's, they're going to wait a whole week after. Right. So it's got to be on a the fourth of November. You, so you think the fourth of November or the fifth of November? So I don't think it'll be in November. Well, I mean, it could be. Well, so here's what I think. So the earliest date possible would be the 28th of October, which is likely. Only because last year they had it on the 29th, which is a Monday also. But then there was a hurricane and they delayed it because of the hurricane, right? Yeah. That's fine. Hurricanes can cause delays. All right, fine. Uh, They can. And so it could be on the 28th, the 29th. But wouldn't it be cool if it was on Halloween? No. Why? 
No, the kids should be out busy trick-or-treating. There are no kids buying Nexus 5s. No, no, no. But the people running them probably have offspring. I think... So the people who have the event, who do all the fun They'll crap, be there in the morning and then leave. I don't know. I, I mean, don't think Google cares. Yeah, I suppose. They're children-hating monsters. Right. Um, I think I that's just somebody just want their else. social security numbers. Right, right, right. You that know was an amazing story. Right. So, and if it's not on... If it's not in that week, so the, the 21st through the 1st, then it could be... Um, sometime on the 11th through 15th, because that's when they released it last year. So there there are weeks that Google has available to them, but it's going to get very hard for them to do it because the iPad will probably be launching, you know, it, its announcement is next week, but it'll probably launch either on the 1st or on the 8th um, the, 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 in the following weeks. So whatever week they do, they have to get going because they're running out of time. Yeah, well... Now that you mentioned the twenty eighth is more like I didn't notice that there was another week in this month, so that's why I said the fourth. So yeah, good at this. Well, no, I glanced at the tiny calendar. It's not like the grateful Debian one that comes from the top down, and when you click on it, it actually makes it big already. I like my small calendar. You like your small calendar that you can't handle? I really hate the Max calendar though. That like, thing is unacceptable. I mean, when you click it, you get that analog clock face, and I just don't like it. You do? Oh, I never noticed it. Like it. <laughs> it's it's a it's a travesty. I never noticed that there. Well, it's even even in your eight. Like, I, I never looked at it, it up there. It, it's always been there, and it's always been so ugly. Why would they keep it around? They really should get rid of that. Yeah. I mean, they could just tell you the time better than they can show you the time. So, do we have any sponsors this week? No. No sponsors. I do got a plug for you though. Oh, what is your plug? My plug is a product from Prestone. It is called Tire Jack. So a non-technology plug. No, this is technology at its finest. Okay, let's hear it. Let's say your neighbors across your alley are thieving, scrapping dogs. And they steal air conditioners, leak the Freon, and throw screws everywhere. You're going to get some screws in your tires. And when you've t- got a screw in your tire, you're screwed. Like, air's coming out. Um, and if you're a handicapped person like my dad, he can't change a flat tire. And if you're cheapo like me my dad and everyone else there's no way you'd ever get like triple a subscriptions because those are just bunk like you wouldn't get one um but what you should get and right now at the local menards for three dollars a can is a thing called prestone's tire jack it fills and seals your tire so when you have a slow leak you normally like the tire just slowly seeps down and his town and country tells him when he's got a, um, a low tire that's fancy yes um doesn't tell him which one just tells him something's off um, reasonable. So I empty the tire completely and then I, you, you, it's got a little threaded cap and you thread it onto there and then you just press the go button and it just fills it like with, uh, looks like a PVC cement. Mm-hmm. And so the tire was, the rim was completely deflated and it was on the ground. And then when it was done, it was off the ground. Like it inflates the tire a good, um, chunk. So that's pretty good. There's no air in there when we started. And so it filled the tire and gave it like ten and a half pounds of PSI. Like you know how it has to mm-hmm. fill before it starts making the pressure. Right. And so that was an amazing thing. And it's safer if you have truck tires or anything around seventeen, like uh, greater than fourteen inches, use two cans. Mm-hmm. And so he's got a seventeen-inch rim. So we did put two things in there. Yeah. But you leave the screw in the tire. Like that's they say they don't suggest you um, pull it out. Mm-hmm. Like like you know how when you have like a seeding rock when you make right. grow crystals and stuff. So you just. You you have to drive like three or four miles as soon as you fill it up, mm-hmm. and so the glue just bundles around the puncture from the inside. Right, and it's an amazing product. It 
Work. fills the tire and has completely stopped. So before we began, I took a dish, a small squirt bottle. I filled it up with boiling water and put some dish soap in there mm-hmm. and shook it up. And to I sprayed see it, it on leaking. there. And you could see it was immediately leaking. Right. And upon the return journey, um, it just, just completely stopped. That's good. It is an amazing thing. It is much better because, like, when you so when you're on the side of the road, you don't get out because that's when you die. Yeah, because that's when somebody hits you. Yeah, yeah. And so for dedicated listeners like Ian Bach and other people, I figure this is a good plug for them because wow, it's, you're it's right. Cheap and it's inexpensive, and it can't fix a shredded tire. But he's only done that once, and it probably won't happen again so soon. Did, did he get all new tires? I don't know. Fixed one. I don't know because that. if one gets out, probably that probably means the other ones are still going. Yeah, probably. Um. But uh, yeah, it's uh, an amazing feature. Don't buy it on Amazon. It is only ten. Do- it's ten dollars. You can probably get it cheaper at a local hardware store, and uh, buy now and support your local Prestone dealer. Prestone dealer. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Well, I would do a plug, but I don't want to anymore. So, mm. so that goes to our pseudo main topic then. Yeah. What is this main topic? Did you look at it? I looked at it, but I didn't really know what it was about. So there's a popular game on the internet called World of Warcraft. Is that popular? It's incredibly popular. I hear it's more popular than the Guild Wars. Too. I don't hear that actually. Well, actually, I do. Um, sure, you think you. But do. so there's an there's a interesting legal battle that's been taken over for the last two years. And what is that? So this company called uh, Ceiling Fan Software makes bots, and so well then, the, the so the person buys their WoW subscription, and then they also buy this one time uh, fee, and they have the software to make a bot that goes gathers materials and does other things. Mm-hmm. So Blizzard has decided to sue the crap out of them for good reason. Well, so that's that's why I wanted to have this as a main topic. They bought it. They bought both software legally. Why can't they play the game? They're paying to keep it open. Why can't they buy it? Because it breaks the terms of service. Really? I assume it does. So it does. But why do you think it's like I know Guild of Guild Wars has a really strict thing against bots. But what's really wrong about having a bot? It breaks the economy. Who's economy? The game's economy. Mm. I, I always like playing with bots. It's easier. But you really don't like playing games that you don't like. Okay. I don't really know what your problem is. You have weird problems, though. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You you like going around and mining. Dude, the RuneScape, I was the master of mining. Right. I was a, and I never bought it. That was my thing. I love clicking on rocks. Right. See, that's very strange. That's why I think it makes. What no you sense. like to go shopping for stuff of swords that glow and then actually buy them? No, I never buy anything in this game ever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you have the game, shouldn't you be able to play it however you want? Yeah, within their guidelines. So, like, you can't bot. You you can't do exploits. There are certain things you can't do. So they're not exploiting it. They're playing the game remotely. Right, so they're using a bot, which is breaking the terms of service. It breaks the economy. No, it doesn't. It, it does. It, it does if the, he is like price fixing and has like thirty counts and they're all botting. Right, and so that's and that what means you... he has thirty computers and he has thirty everything. That's fine. That means he bought thirty copies of the game. Yeah, but it's also it going to break fine. the economy, and you you don't want your game's economy to explode, and you don't want uh, the only people in the game just to be bots. No, there'll be people who are playing alongside of The them. only thing that makes botting worthwhile is as long as there's human players. So that, 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 that infers that there can only be a certain number of bots. They're NPCs. Well, but they People they're... are tired of the NPCs only being created by the game devs. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think it's also very interesting that Blizzard somehow can lawsuit this company out of existence. How does that work? Oh, by having rich lawyers. So is that it? Like, so. In two wh- years' time. What, what, what was the, um, lawsuit targeting um 
so their only thing they really created was a bot breaking their game. So like they're encouraging other people to break their thing, and which isn't which isn't bad. Like I don't I don't fully get what the lawsuit was, but I just saw that they went out of business because they create bots. So the California court decided that it broke their terms of service and they must stop selling it. So did they break the terms of service as in like reverse engineering? No. Um, they broke it because it encouraged other players to do that. So I so it's inducing copyright. Yes. Oh well, it's not like I'm, I'm, they were banning the people who were using it, which is I guess okay. But I don't know, to just destroy that is kind of kind of a little weird. I don't know. I just thought like it's odd because I've my entire like when I first started playing Counter Strike all those years ago, it was fun to play with bots. Like bots are running around like oh it's a bot it's a bot shoot it in the head oh the bot's dead. Um, and then when games evolved and had like crafting craft and other things, it made sense. But, uh, I guess not. So it says, these bots are designed to engage in repetitive and elongated play of WoW for the player while he or she is away from the computer or engaged in other activities. Players who purchase the bots can use them to exploit WoW's reward system by collecting virtual currency items experience without actually playing the game, including for periods of time impossible for, for human players. Um, so... I mean that that basically would break the economy, and it also makes the game human player hostile because then there aren't enough human players. Um, but it's not like they're going around PKing people; they're going around collecting ingredients. And, and so it also says here, Pocket Gnome and Shadowbot, which are the two pieces of software, are single purpose single purpose software products in the way that they are designed and only operate with WoW. Uh, I think that's funny. Um, like, big surprise there. But I suppose that that allows them to target it specifically. Yeah. I don't know, it's, uh... I don't know, I, I would like to read more about this and then come back to it, because I don't really know what they used to, uh, target them. Oh, they got 7 million out of it, and they had to shut down their business. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But... Uh, I, I, in Guild Wars, when it launched, there was a lot of botting going on. I remember seeing people with insane usernames, just, just... Just spam on a keyboard, and then them all just standing in one place, and then killing the same bear that would respawn over and over and over again in in Frostgrave Sound. Hmm. There's just a bear that would come up out of the water. They'd kill it, and then the next bear would come up. That's fine. No, it's not. Why? Well, in Guild Wars Two, there's diminishing returns, so it probably wouldn't matter in the long run. But it, they're still, you know, making money for their player without actually playing the game. I don't know. Breaks so... the economy. I think this is wrong, and I hope everyone who, like that entire company, just starts Bitcoin mining or something. Well, they have enough com- courage. They, ha- they have enough computers, they probably could just go do that. I mean, some people can make like 20 bucks a day with those little butterfly systems. Yeah. And uh, they're only like 200 bucks. No, only. A thousand. They're, they're, I think they're like. You're pulling thousand. an AMD there, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We should like start Bitcoin mining. Like, have <laughs> SPPS do it for us. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you set that up. I'll. Uh... Button will go for it. I know he will. No, he I, will. No, he won't. He'd love it. He'd hate it. His room is already hot enough. It's winter. Oh, uh, no. It's still pretty bad. Well, I could stop the boiler from happening. Don't do not do that. Yeah. Well, I think that's all the news we have for this week. It is, but next week is looking promising. So what, what, are, you, what, are, you, what are we doing next week? Um, well, I think you're doing two shows, and I'm only having to do with the one. Yeah, you're right about that. So I, I'm looking for Brian Mitchell... On the Tuesday event for the Apple. If it happens. Well, no, it is happening. We already got the invite, so I mean, it's... Um, do you know this phone number? Yeah, answer, answer. Right now, right now. No, answer. Hello? Hi. Yeah, I turned that off. Who was it? I have no idea. What did it say? 
Can I speak to Gungar? Gungar. That's what I heard. I had no idea what the phone number was. It's not helpful. Uh, it was a phone number. You failed. Was it Canadian? No. No, it wasn't. It was a comrade from around here. It must have been normal. Oh, was that from around here? It said oh, yeah, Minneapolis. 612. Yeah, okay. So, um, yes, I'm looking for the Brian Mitchell for the Apple show. And uh, what day are we doing our show? Um, Friday, I think. Oh, good. I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, no, 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 no hunting? That's tomorrow. Not next week? Not next week. Not doing it next week? Not doing it next week. Hmm. When, when are you going uh, bow hunting again? Okay, so uh, payday was today, and um, I finally got uh, the comfort level of uh, expenditure. I, I So you know how I always keep emergency vehicle funds? Yes, you've told um, me this. But I depleted that in my... Um, Haste for hunting. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're not spending $300 a week on hunting gear, it, it adds up again. Really? Oh, so huge news. Huge. So, um, I, I talked about it in the fringe, but not in the show. Um, I get to work at two different bookstores this week. Oh, where's the second one? Uh, located very close by. Oh, in so a law building. Oh, in the law building. Yeah, it's, it's like uh six houses down. So do you get separate hours for that? More hours? More? Then? Yeah, that's um, good. Same yeah. rate. Same same flat rate. That's eh, okay. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I'm gonna go get some meat tomorrow. Meat tomorrow. Meat. So uh, where can uh, we find you on the internet? You can find me at MatthewPajol.com. Come and you can shoot me an email at uh, yourndreamguy at uh, nexuslabs.org. There you go. Now we're making progress. Yeah. Where can we find you? Oh, and you can find me just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter, Ryanmar, and of course on the Google Plus, which is where I post many links throughout the week about all the things we talk about on the show. So for every day there wasn't a Google event about a Nexus Five, I basically trolled Ian by putting him in the list of like who to send this you know, Google Plus 2, and then I would put up the uh, latest Nexus rumor, look in, a Nexus 5! And then it wouldn't be about a Nexus 5. Great. That That's what I did all week. And of course, you can find me on the GitHub, which is where I've been uh, updating some of our Nexus website stuff. I fixed a grievous bug that, that haunted and polluted my uh, CMS metadata for months on end. It is now fixed. WordPress, stop sucking, please. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Well, have a good one. Have a good one. Kawasaki, the greatest samurai who ever cooked. Really? So, uh, back to show noting. It's that much. What would you like me to do with this Nexus 5? What? What? So, there's this Nexus 5 story that goes all around here, and then there's another rumor over this way and another one over here. Oh, I was about to say, I did not hear. No, because there wasn't one, and so that reaction is what I'm going for. I I really thought I kind of like dropped both balls on this one, because <laughs> that would have just like been bad. Hold on, while I put a marker here. Uh, source code. When did that happen? Downton Abbey, second season, second series. Hold on. According to Wikipedia, a Downton Abbey is a British period drama television series created by Julian Fellows and co-produced by Carnival Films and Masterpiece.